to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life. Where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. ladies guess what time it is welcome to the women transform podcast how's everybody doing on this wonderful day well we are continuing our series on becoming a single woman god can use and we've been talking about the weight of the weight of being single now we've been touching base on different things and i mean we're going to be doing a lot about talking about the weight and I'm going to break it down which weight we're going to be talking about but today I want to talk about are you waiting on God or is God waiting on you all right are you waiting on God is God waiting on you and that is so in a question that many of us need to ask because a lot of times you hear it you know and I hear you hear people saying if you're like me I've heard people say it all my life I'm waiting on the Lord I'm waiting on the Lord I'm waiting on God to do this I'm waiting on God to do that and I beg a difference, you know, um, that we are not waiting on God. God is waiting on us, all right? So we're going to talk about that. Our scripture is going to be Isaiah, the 40th chapter, and it's at the 31st verse, and it reads, I'm reading from the King James Version, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. okay? And you may say, well, says those, but they that wait upon the Lord, okay? But we're not talking about um, waiting in that sense uh, when it says wait upon the Lord, so renew the strength. Waiting, if you, you know, waiting to do the things that God has called you to do. You're doing what God has called you to do. You're not moving ahead of God. You know, he's directing your path. He's guiding you. You you know, you're praying to him. He's, he's showing you where to go, what to do. You should renew your strength. Um, we're not talking about you just waiting around thinking that some miracle is going to fall out the sky and you're just waiting on God to send this wonderful man or this wonderful, you know, this wonderful man in your life um, that he's going to just drop out from the sky and knock on your door, okay? Because there's many people as single women that you are sitting around waiting for God to send you this man in your life and you're not doing anything to get the man. And this is what we're talking about. Um, you know, we're asking God to send us a man. You're asking God to send us. You're telling God, you know, I'm tired of waiting and I'm tired of, you know, what's going on? Why no one wants to be around me? No one likes me and all this stuff. And we have to beg to ask the question, what are you doing in your waiting time? What are you doing in your waiting season? What are you doing in your single season? Many of you just not doing anything. And when I say not doing anything and I'm talking about, not doing your business. I'm talking about when it comes to relationships, what are you doing? Are you bettering yourself? Are you learning how to communicate better? Are you going out to meet people? A lot of times we don't even go out. We want to stay at home. You don't want to go out and do anything. Um, you know, as a single person, you know, we work church at home, work church at home, and that's it. But what are you doing to even attract someone to you? What scent are you sending off? What attitude are you sending off? What behavior are you sending off? Are you so standoffish that a gentleman that is interested in you is scared to come and approach you because you are so standoffish? You, you know, you have this praise the Lord, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus attitude that no one can approach you. So we have to be very careful with that. So, you know, if you walk through your life and have you, have you ever been told, you know, wait on God, baby, wait on God. And as a single 
person we're to wait on god you know wait on god he's going to send your mate one on god he's going to show you what to do wait on god for this wait on god for that and i'm here to tell you you know we're not waiting on god god is waiting on us because i'm telling you god has already told you what you need to do god has already showed you what you need to do he's just waiting on you to implement God has told you, you know what, well, you need to work on you a little bit more. So you need to start talking to your journaling, getting some help, changing your attitude, changing how you communicate with people. So God is sitting back saying, I told you, not giving you all the tools that you need to make the change and make the difference. So you're not waiting on me. I'm stepping back, waiting on you to see if you're going to do what I told you to do. And many times we don't. We end up falling for the same type of guy that keeps breaking our hearts, keeps doing the same thing. We keep approaching it the same way. And then we want to come back and cry and ask God, you know, what's going on? You know, no, then we'll put there, we'll sit there and say, well, I'm going to wait on God. But then you're not waiting on God because what happens, you end up doing it your way all over again. Because you look at God is moving slow. And it's like, Lord, why are you, you know, you're thinking, well, well I'm going to help God just a little bit. I'm just going to help him just a little bit because he really don't know what I like. Well, he doesn't know what you like if you're not telling him what you like. And see, we have, we all, all want to sit around and say, well, God knows my heart. God knows this God knows. Yes, he knows everything. But he doesn't go against your will. Okay. He has, you know, yeah, he knows what you like from what you've been doing, what you portray. But do you know what you like? He knows, but do you know? He needs you to get to the place where you begin to know what type of mate, what type of person you want in your life. And if you even want anyone in your life. And are you ready to have anyone in your life? Because if you begin to, you know, do the things that he's called you to do, he's showing you what you need to do in this season of wait, then you will understand. And a lot of times we don't see that. So, um... As ever, Einstein said, nothing happens until something moves. Nothing's going to happen until you get up and move. You have to ask yourself, what am I doing while I'm waiting? That is the key. And the weight of the weight of being single is because we are sitting around. You're not doing anything. You have no hobbies. You don't know how to do anything. But you want to bring someone in your life to help you do that. That's not the purpose of that's for. You know, you need, you want someone to come in your life when they see, okay, you know, you know how to play golf. Well, you, oh, I know how to play too. Okay. You learn a different skill. You learn something. What are you doing your waiting season? And this is where many of singles fall short because you're sitting there, you're working, you're working, you're thinking work is it, but what hobbies, what do you like? What's your favorite color? What's the favorite place you like to go? What type of food you like to eat? Do you like cooking? Do you like baking? Do you like painting? You know, you got to begin to Ask yourself all these questions while you are in your season of waiting and while you're waiting. And then the weight won't be as heavy. The weight is heavy because you're not doing anything. You're not walking in your calling. You don't know what your purpose is. You're not pushing yourself. That is why the weight of the weight of being single becomes heavy because you're, you're not seeing yourself productively. Yes, you go to church. Yes, you have your business that you run. And some people say, well, I don't have time for relationships. Yes, we do. We do have time because God created us as social creatures. And that's the important part that people have to really understand. We are, God created us as social creatures. He created us to be around each other. He created us to talk to each other. He created us to be with each other. And that is so important. And a lot of times we get caught up in our work. And what happens when you just can't do your work anymore? They're just going to fire you and put somebody else in that position and keep it moving. And then you're sitting back in a life of miseries because you didn't even take the time out to just mingle, meet people. No one says you have to go to the bar to meet anybody. You can meet people at church. You can meet people on activities. Once you start to do something that you like to do, you're going to start to meet the people that do the same thing and like the same thing that you like. And that's what you're looking for, someone to have something in common in. 
So the weight of the weight of being single, the weight of the heaviness of being single, of sitting around, woe is me, and downing myself, and feeling bad about myself, that's your weight. That is your weight. The waiting in this in the passage is not uh, passive, but rather active. It's telling us we need to do something. You see what I'm saying? We need to do something. So while you are waiting, focus on your vision. Focus on God's vision he has for you. Focus on what God has called you to do. Work on your fruits of the Spirit. Build the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Build it up. Build a community of healthy relationships. Go through the fruit of the Spirit and look at each one and begin to build on that. Build positive relationships around you. A lot of you are introverts, but you don't even be around people unless you're working. You go home and that's it. You will not meet anyone that way. Build up a community. A bit talk, get out. Know yourself while you are waiting. How many of you can raise your hand and say that you know yourself for real? For real, for real. Get to learn yourself in your waiting season. Know, learn who you are. The heaviness of not knowing even who you are because you've been somebody for everybody that you've been with. I was thinking about, there was a movie um, Tyler Perry did, I think it was this Christmas, and that one, the daughter, she would come home like every year with a different guy that she dates in college, and they were like, okay, you know, they taught, and they were teasing her, but in a sense, it was true. So they would ask the guy, what is your major? And he might say, well, I'm majoring in law. And they would ask her, what, what is your major? And she would say, well, I'm majoring in law. And they were like, every year, she... Every time she meets a new guy, she changes her major. So what she was doing was changing herself to fit this guy's life and not be who she was, and that is dangerous. So when you begin to know who you know yourself while you are waiting, you won't do that because many of us, you change who you are and the reference to the person that you were dating or in a relationship with, you kind of become who they want you to be and who they think you should be. But you never become who you are and don't know who you are. So in this season of singleness, sometimes God is telling you, you know, I need you to wait and figure out who you are. Begin to love who you are. Begin to find out what you like, what you don't like. If you like being by yourself for a period of time, if you don't like being by yourself for a period of time, if you like red roses or white roses, you don't know. You just accept the fact that he brought you some red roses. You took them, but you may say, red, I do not like their color red. I want yellow. Well, you got to begin to um, find out who you are in this season of waiting, knowing who you are while you are waiting is so, it's so important. Um, the next one is take time to heal. Many of you, you jump from one relationship to another relationship to another relationship to another relationship to another. You don't find, get time to heal. You're taking baggage to each relationship. And what's happening, you're getting weighed, weighted down. The heaviness of all of these relationships that you have been in are weighing you down. You can't figure out if you're coming or going. So God is saying you need to heal. The weight of carrying the weight of different relationships and different things that happen in those relationships is weighing you so down that you're becoming sick, you're becoming toxic, and you haven't healed. Because now you're carrying negative baggage into each and every one of those relationships. So you're, carrying, you're pulling out something from each one, and you're taking it to each new relationship. Then you pull out something for this one, you take it into another one. Now, once you look up, you've been in five different relationships. You're carrying four different people's issues and problems into this fifth relationship. And this guy is looking at you like you're crazy. And you don't even know who you are anymore because you have not allowed yourself to heal. So God is saying we need to heal. In your season, while you're waiting, the weight of the weight of waiting and being single is to heal. Heal the weight that you're carrying of the hurt and the pain and the bitterness, the abandonment, all that. 
get healed from it before you move on to another relationship. And there's an old saying, yeah, in order to forget, get over a one man, you got to get another man. That's a lie because you're never going to get over the first man when you got another man trying to compare him to the first man and trying to make him become what the first man wasn't. Or there's just a little bit about the, the second man that you like and there's a little bit about him that has managed the first man. You're never going to heal. So that that's that's true. That's not true. That saying is not true. All you're doing is picking up baggage because you ain't been healed and he's probably coming out of a relationship but he hasn't been healed. So you think, well, I can get over John if I go talk to Tony. Tony, you know, I'm going to talk to Tony, which is going to allow me to get over John. Well, that ain't working because Tony got issues too and you're bringing the issues that you had, the trust issues that you had against John, you bring him into the relationship with Tony. And now Tony's sitting back looking at you like you're crazy because you don't trust him to go down to the corner store to get him a soda. Because you have trust issues because of what John, because you have not healed. So heal. Number five, have fun, enjoy life. Remember to just in this season of waiting, the biggest weight many of you have in waiting is that you don't know how to have fun. You're not having fun. You're not enjoying life. You're not doing things. You're not going to amusement parks. You're not going to ride a roller coaster. You're not enjoying life. Go to museums. Go to a flower garden. Whatever it is that you enjoy doing. You're not enjoying your life. And that is, that is, becomes a weight because you weighed it down with everything else but not enjoying the life that God has given you. Serve the Lord is number six. Serve the Lord. That's just simple and plain. Give your life to God if you have not. And if you have, serve the Lord. Do God's word. Be happy about doing God's word. That is a weight that will be lifted up. And then you won't have that weight weighing on you or worrying about why, you, why you're not in a relationship, why you're single. why you, Because you're doing God's work. If God called you to minister to young people, get out there and start ministering to young people. If God called you to go and open up a homeless shelter, go open up a homeless shelter. If God called you to go to the hospitals and take care of the babies, go to the hospital take care of the babies. That is where all the weight is going to be lifted because why you're doing the work that God has called you to do. Number seven, guard your heart. is just so important. While you're waiting... And the weight gets so heavy because you're not guarding your heart. You're letting anything come in and penetrate your heart. You're letting anybody stab you in your heart, break your heart, and hurt your heart. That's a weight. So take that weight off and guide your heart. Not put up a brick wall that even Jesus can't get through. But you guard it and be safe and use wisdom and use discernment when you allow people to enter in. Don't let everybody enter in your heart. Don't give them your heart. Stop giving away your heart. You haven't even given your heart away to God, but you're willing to give it away to a man or relationships, whatever. But you won't even give your heart to God. So you have to be able to do that. And the last one is work on your assignments. Find out what you are anointed to do, what your anointing is called to do. All right, what your anointing is called to do. Begin to ask God, what is my anointing called to do? And begin to walk in your purpose and do what God has called you to do. So are you waiting on God or is God waiting on you is the question. Answer the question. Think about it. Am I waiting on God or is God really truly waiting on me? And I beg you to find out that God is waiting on you. All right, I thank you guys for joining. We'll be back with our next session. We're going to be talking about um, the weight of loneliness. So make sure you tune in here at the Women Transforms. And thank you. And you guys have a wonderful and blessed day. Bye-bye. Cast with your host, Pamela Jordan. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, 
go check us out on Spotify, or you can email us at MissPamelaJordan at Yahoo.com. We will be posting a new episode every week, so make sure you stay empowered, stay informed, and stay inspired.